Electricast. Yeah, you're never getting this one. It's the X Files. X Files. Right? Oh, yeah, it sure is. I just wanted to let it get into that little whistly part. Which I know, despite having not seen the show. You have not seen the show yet? Well, I mean, it's a very recognizable theme song. Yeah, it's one of those things I don't even know how I know it, but I know it. So. Yeah, good time. So I am, um, as a warning to the folks who are listening, this is Air Quote Law Pod, by the way, and um, this is going to be an all sorts of weird and different episode for you. We have some uh scheduling conflicts with ariel and a and a, and a desire to put out a fresh episode so we have a guest slash guest host today i am also having some headphone issues so there may be some times in which i just disappear for a chunk of time so we'll see what happens there so um yeah liz do you want to introduce our uh guest yeah. host today so our guest is a friend of the pod kitty kitty is a friend of mine we are also working on a podcast together along with her husband. We've recorded episodes, but I haven't edited them yet. Um, I've, but we have a Muppet podcast called It's Time to Start the Podcast, and that is coming down the pipeline soon. So Kitty is an artist. She makes some really cute stuff, and I will let her tell you all about it. Oh, gosh. Um, I draw a comic book when I feel like it. Um and I garden a lot. And lately I've been drawing some pinups that are kind of silly and they make me happy. Um, and when I say I like, I do it when I feel like it, I'm not working doing this. It's just what I like doing when I feel like doing it. Yeah. Uh, a little you post- side interest. Yeah. You've posted some really cute also, like, I want to say autobiographical comics of yourself. Oh, thank you. And those are I- from February. Oh, I don't know where did you just repost them recently? Because yeah, they're very cute. I enjoy those. Thank you. I really like those. I wish I could do them more often, but when I start doing them, I stop like living life <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this could be a comic book. So I have to like, oh, I love that. And then you do some tattoo work as well, right? I was. Yeah. I'd like to get back into that. Yeah. So I know I told Kitty, I'm like, you could tattoo me. It's low risk. I'm, I'm not concerned. And she's, she's like, I'm concerned if I do a bad job. I'm like, I'm not. So <laughs> very kind. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so happy, to, happy to have you here. Um, Kitty's a, a friend of the pod. She's one of my friends that actually listens to the podcast. So, yeah. um, so yeah, we've had, uh, some stuff, Joe, and I have had some stuff that we've been wanting to talk about that just hasn't made it in. And since we don't really have a plan for this episode, let's talk about, um, we, Joe, made a new enemy. Um, Oh, which one? Because there's actually several. Okay. Well, um, process server, you want to talk about that? We're not going to name names and I don't know. The process server. So let's, I'll start the story. Yeah. Cause it starts um, with you. It starts with me. And I'm not, like I said, I couldn't even name a name if I wanted to, cause I don't remember. Oh, and, but, and, and let me preface this by saying ding, because I am, the reason that my headset is jacked is that I am 
being lazy and usually sometimes I record at home, sometimes I record at the office and I've been carting my microphone back and forth and my my headset back and forth. And they've worked fine for every single episode that we've done this for. And knowing that we were going to record today and not wanting to go home and wanting to be lazy and knowing that I needed to go to the Apple store to exchange a monitor. And I knew that the Apple store was nearby to Best Buy. I decided that I was just going to go buy the same fucking microphone, which I did, but I, they didn't have the same headset. So I bought a different headset and this is all not that she cares, but it's all an effort to not get yelled at by my wife. She sees the exact same microphone here and home. She'll just assume that I've carried them back and forth and won't be like, why did you spend another $200 on a microphone? Um, Yes. So that's why my shit's all screwed up. Um, But I also don't have the bell here. So I need to acquire another one of those bells so that I can have a bell in both places because I thought through the microphone and I thought through the headset. I did not think through the bell and we're into a point in which I would be dinging that bell because this is a law-ish related topic. Yes, and we ding the bell for law topics. So yeah, so in law- That was the longest, quietest (laughs) dinging of the bell that we have and probably ever will do, but (laughs) go on. So in law, sometimes you need a process server and- um, you know, they, it, the why really isn't important. So that's why it's only really law related, but process servers, maybe a lot of people in law, the law world, they tend to be kind of old school. Now it is 2022. I have not written a check like in a long time. I mean, sometimes we need them for business, but as far as like writing a check to procure a service, like not, you know, like sometimes the court, you know, for a filing fee, they'll take a check, you know, obviously sometimes we need to issue checks to clients, but like to purchase something who writes a check anymore. Grandma. Exactly. And I know that sometimes process servers are old school and take checks. And at this point, I don't have a regular go-to person that I use. So I go to um, an attorney group and I'm like, I'm looking for a good process server in this county, I need someone that takes electronic payment. And I get a message from someone and they're like, this person's really good. I don't know if he takes electronic payment. So I reach out, said, hey, got you were recommended by a colleague and this is what I need done. And, and without ruining the rest of the story, I just want to let everybody listening know who may not already realize this, good is a subjective term. Yes. So the actual process serving went great. He got the job done in a very timely manner. This um, is probably the good that they were referencing. Good. No complaints. Like, And I talked to the guy and he told me how he operates and he's like, yep, I can get this done. And it was really great. And I said, my only issue is, do you take electronic payment. Can I pay with a credit card? And he said, no, I would need a check. And I said, well, that might be a problem. Yeah. So from the outset, I said, this might be a problem because I'm in a firm with three partners. Only one of us writes the checks because it keeps it cleaner that way. I am not the check person. I don't want to be the check person. Jobeth is the check person. So when I need a check, I go get it from Jobeth or Jobeth drops it in the mail. Knowing that I don't have control over the checks, but I do have control over my credit card, like my company card, 
it's much easier for me to not involve Jobeth in this at all. Until you left it in a parking meter. Yes, I did leave my credit card in a parking meter. Someone found it and called the office and informed me that I left it in a parking meter because it had the company name on it. And we canceled it and had it. It's in the process of being reissued. Yeah. But. Uh, so it was it was outside of jail. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, rather than involve another person, I said, and I was like, I'm not the check person. So I have no control over when this check gets issued. And he said, not a problem. I am not in a rush. It was kind of like, you know, professional, no professional. You're an attorney. You're good for it. I'll get it when I get it. Okay. Only because he said that did I agree to do business with him. So he gets it done in like two days. It's served. It's wonderful. No qualms, no problems. Right. So he, um, so we send the check. We send the check. Hold on. Let's let, let me give you more of the timeline. He sends an invoice and generally, and I don't remember if this said this on the invoice or not, but generally there is an understanding unless it is explicitly stated otherwise that there's this concept called net 30. Okay. And it's, it basically, it says you get the bill, you got 30 days to pay it. That's kind of a generally understood business term that again, if it's not net 30, it'll generally say otherwise on the invoice to which I don't recall. But that being said, I think it was two, maybe three days until I got around to cutting the check. It was pretty prompt. It was in a prompt frame of time. And so the check goes and it gets mailed. The check goes in the mail and I'm getting a message. Where's the check? Can I pick it up? And I'm like, and you're getting that message maybe two or three days after I mailed it Mm -hmm. less, less a week ish from the time that the invoice was, was sent out. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was not a long time. And I said, okay, I said, the check was dropped in the mail. Let's, let's give it a couple days and see. And this is probably on like a Wednesday. He starts getting really annoyed and he's like, where's my check? And I said, well, it was dropped in the mail. Has it not made it to you yet? And he says, no, I need to come pick it up. Where is it? Uh, and I, I'm leaving for vacation like tomorrow or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, it's in the mail. So at this point, Liz contacts me. And a little backstory that has uh, almost nothing to do with this other than an explanation of my mindset here about what was it a week before all of this went down we there there are a handful of cases in our office that sometimes attorneys that are not part of our firm do some work on for a variety of reasons and ding the bell again um and then when they submit their billing they we send them a check this happened with a colleague of ours that 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 you know, we've worked with for a long time and it just took a long time for the check to get there to the point where I was like, okay, fine. I'm going to reissue the check. I reissue the check. I hand you the check when you're in the office, you give him the check. And then the next day, the original check shows up. So having experienced that and having experienced 2021 and the end of 2020 and all of that with with the slowdowns in the mail and all this other stuff, 
I was like, can we give it a few more days? Because I don't want to write it, it, and keep in mind, this was like what a $40 check, a $60 check. check. Yeah. And now the check to the person we know, we know him. So when we say, if the check comes in the mail, shred it, please. He's also this- an attorney who, if he didn't would get sanctioned and potentially disbarred for being shady. Yeah. And of course, you know, when the check shows up, he's like, he calls, he's like, ha, funny thing. It just showed up. I'm shredding it. You know, like the, the attorney. So the process server, um, we, he starts getting really nasty with me via email and is like, I need to pick it up. I'm leaving for vacation. It's a $60 check. Now, granted $60, you did work. You should get paid for the work that you do a hundred percent. And yeah, of course, $60 is important. But that's probably not an amount that's going to make or break your vacation. And keep in mind, from our perspective, the check has been in the mail for a week. Yeah. And I said, let's give it time. If it's not there by the end of the month, and it was about mid-month, we'll reissue. And it, and he kept saying, no, I'm going to pick it up today. I need it. Like, it was just a lot of nasty emails. Um, I don't remember exactly what they all said. I could bring it up, but let's not re-traumatize myself. Um, You know, I mean, not that it was that traumatic, but, you know, it's not, they were not nice. And um, he calls the office and I'm out of the office and he calls the office and he can't get me. And Jobeth is like, she's not available. What, What can I do for you? And he gets nasty. Then he calls back, gets nasty with one of our support staff in the office. And at some point, and, you know, I'm trying to be very flexible with this guy. I basically said, it's out of my hands. I do not have the power to reissue a check. And I even put it on Jobeth. I said, this is my partner who issues the check. I literally can't do anything for you, even if I wanted to talk to this guy. So emails keep going back and forth. And then all of a sudden, Jobeth is like, let me check the bank account. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I I just recalled somebody who I had a rant session with about this um, via Messenger. There are pieces that are being left out of this that I have... And to find, I also told him, I said, I don't want to stop payment on the check because it is $35 to stop payment. Yeah. And I don't want to stop payment on a $60. And I, and I, don't, and I don't trust his ass because yeah. he's already being a shitbag about this. Um, Not like our attorney friend who we trust to shred the check. Um, and rightfully so. So this guy's giving us shit, it looks like, on June 17th about this. And... And I remember June 17th, the check had been cashed on June 13th. Right. We were able to see it. Yeah. Here, here is here is the at 152 in the afternoon. My my message to this other person who I was having a little, you know, vent session with, who I think subsequent who, who we later learned was who recommended this process server to you. Um, my, my messages go as follows. Holy fuck. I just logged into my online banking. This asshat deposited the check on 613. So Jobeth sends an email. Yeah, what did that one say? It basically said, 
basically you called him out on it and you sent the screenshot of the check being deposited. You said you better stop, like stop harassing people. Lose our contact information, please. This check was cashed. And he said, my business manager, one of my office assistants or whatever cashed it and didn't tell me contacted deleted. And so here's, here's the time frame. Okay. Um, an email was sent to you on Thursday, June 2nd from whoever saying served. And Which then I want to say that the check was issued on the 5th, maybe was cut, which I'll find that in here. Uh, uh, he sends an email on the 10th which is a Friday. I'm still waiting my compensation for this job. Can you advise me when the check was sent? And if it hasn't been sent where I can pick it up today, you send me an email saying what day was the check sent? Hold on. Looks like six, seven, 22, according to QuickBooks. So five days after the invoice. So not an unreasonable amount of time. And to which you respond to me, I guess I'm not using this guy again. He was so chill when I talked to him, I guess he can come, get it in Elkton if he wants it that badly to which I respond clearly there's an issue with the mail either through Baltimore or out of Elkton it'll likely be a similar de- de- delay as insert co-counsel who we mentioned check here I will not reissue it unless he wants to pay the $35 to stop pay on the first check um, and that's when he sends and it's Monday June 13th an auspicious day in the timeline here I'm leaving town on Thursday and will not return until the 26th. I need to close out all open invoices prior to close of business on Wednesday, which is not my problem. Um, you you forwarded that to me saying, I'm not sure what to do with this, to which I responded to you. And I'm going to just give you a spoiler alert of what it's like to do business with me when you piss me off. My response was, ignore it. We paid him. What's he going to do? Sue us? And before he even gets writs from the court, the check will show up. Um, And this was also on June 13th. You you emailed him and blind copied me. If the check does not make it to you by the end of the month, which is reasonable, we will reissue. And then on the set Friday, June 17th, and, and that any response in your response was on Wednesday, the 15th. Keep in mind, for what we already know, the fucking check was already in the bank. Um, you then, he sends you Friday morning, where's my check? Now we're getting into the, the, the you know, we're, we're up to speed on this. Where's my check? I told you I'm leaving for vacation tomorrow. Um, I have CC'd Joe on this email. He's the managing partner who cuts the checks. Unfortunately, I don't have the power to issue checks. I made him aware of the issue and asked that a check get to you. To which, and again, I have not checked my my online banking on this yet. This is at one oh, o'clock. And nine, on the thirteenth, I got more emails because first he says he needs he's leaving town on Thursday, and then on the fourteenth he says no check in the mail today, and then on the fifteenth any response? Like so, I'm getting emails, yeah. and then so I the respond 15th, at one o'clock. Says he needs to close out by Friday, so he switches yeah. his days that he needs to close out by and his vacation days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, one o'clock, one o seven p.m. I send an email. Perhaps call USPS. It's in their hands. It was mailed from Elkton, and I gave him the zip code. 
on 6-7-2022. And then at 1.55 p.m., you know, in that, and I know what was going through my mind. I, I log into the online banking and I see a charge in there or a, a, a thing coming in there for 60 bucks. And I'm like, there's no fucking way that this is that. And I click it because it gives you all the check images and sure as fuck. It wasn't that it was this goddamn check. So, uh, what? 48 minutes after the call UPS, it's in their hands. I see all this. I download a copy of the check, the cleared check. And then I email it to you and to him. Hey, here's a hot tip. If you want to stay in business, don't harass people on the 17th for checks you deposited on the 13th. Please lose our contact information. Which I, I, you know, it's a little dickish, but I don't think I'm being the asshole here. Mm -mm. He, he he responds, my apologies. I did not make the deposit. My office manager made it and did not log it. Contact information deleted. Thank you, Rodney. Um, you said we weren't going to say names. You said you weren't going <laughs> to say names. And and I will well, say, without naming the name of the business, he, he definitely was very quick to serve this process in the Mid-Atlantic. Um if you don't want to do business with this person, you can decode all of that. Um. And one of the, one of the things I think if he had said, you know, if he took me at my word, the check was mailed and he said, okay, I don't have it. And was like, let's work together to solve this rather than getting, you know, just belligerent and rude. We could have figured this out together. We because and, 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 like let's, and as and you then, mentioned, he called and he gave me shit, not knowing that it was me. Yeah. And then he gave somebody else in the office shit. So we're not here just inferring tone from emails. I know the tone. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised he didn't go shoot up a school when his check didn't yeah. show up because it's the same kind of attitude and mentality. And, you know, had he been nice about it and then we said that he's like, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry. This was a mistake. It could have been all good. We could have been like, yep, weird shit happens. Sometimes stuff wires get crossed. Nice doing business with you. You know, it could have been easy, but he had to go and make it not easy. And anyway, that we've been wanting to rant about that for a while because it was just such a ridiculous saga. So I don't know. Kitty, what's your opinion? Are we the assholes? This I feel like this is happening in all kinds of interactions with other businesses that I have been having. Do you um, have Like just weird stuff where like things are not like X is not meeting Y and nobody's checking and they're just like, like I paid for my floor to be dug up for a pipe. I paid for it before they even did work. And I got a discount for paying for it early. And then I got a bill for it again. Hmm. And I was like, excuse me, I paid for this. And they were like, oh, yeah, you did. And I'm like, can you look at things before you send things? At least they didn't double down and insist no. on, you know, I just, haha. No, I think he acted really weird. Like, that's not. Yeah. You're in business. Like, it's like, I'm not lying. this company again, right? Like, yeah. It's like, I'm not lying when I said a check 
need to be sent out. So anyway, if anyone has process servers, they like that take electronic payment. I'm still on the line. <laughs> and never am I doing business with anyone that doesn't take. A on card. the other hand, the process server up in my neck of the woods that I have been using for years. Um, if you're in Maryland and you happen to be listening to this and you need a process server and he goes everywhere in Maryland, his, uh, his name is Skip DeWitt. The company is Priority Serve LLC. I have net 90 with Skip. I basically pay Skip quarterly and I say, look, I got a lot of shit going on. I will gladly prepay you what we anticipate. I, I will hold a retainer with you because I'm not trying to be, I'm, I'm, I'm legitimately being forthcoming with you that I'm fucking busy and lazy and those two things don't mix. So, you know, I, I will advance pay you, but let's do this four times a year, please. And I get a stack and he's cool with that. And I get a stack of the invoices. Now he mails an invoice every time that he sends us the writ of summit or the affidavit of, of service, because that allows the, the case manager to put the appropriate charge with the matter so that we get reimbursed for it at the end. It also, that invoice gets filed with the court. And if the court's doing their job and we get a verdict, they'll render in, in, the, in my civil cases, they will oftentimes say, Hey, the, 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 you know, you owe the verdict and you owe these court costs, which include filing fees and service of process, but that's neither here nor there. And that's boring stuff. Right. Once a quarter, he shows up to my office with a stack of invoices with a post-it on top that says this is, you know, 698 bucks. And I go, doo, 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 698 bucks. Here you go, Skip. Have a nice day. See you next quarter. And it works great. So if you're going to be in the stone ages of payments, but you're good at what you do, again, a subjective term of good, um, you also can get the job done, be reasonable. And I'm not saying go out there and wait 90 days to get paid from everybody, but be reasonable. Yeah. And the reason I did not use Skip was because there it would have been less expensive for my client to hire someone more local to the county where they are, because even though people go everywhere, they charge different prices for further places. It's like, you know, I should have just used, should have just used good old Skip. Yeah. But and what a great process server name too. Skip. Yeah. It is almost perfect. Yeah. That's good storytelling. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what other names are there of people who are just fitting for their jobs? Can we think of any? Um, so I, I was, this is not that, but say something real quick. Okay. Okay. Nice. No, all right. I thought I, I thought there was a clip, and I thought I lost my my sound. So I was there's a guy that I I've been in the same room with, but I have not formally met him. He's in Las Vegas. He is an entertainer out there. Um, like he, a stripper? No, he goes by the name Big Sexy. Um, he he does improv stuff. He also I think he does some karaoke stuff. And I was listening to an episode of a podcast that he was a guest on and being interviewed and his full name, which I guess is okay to put out here because he put it out there on a podcast is, um, hold on, let me, is James Richard White. So 
James, Jim, Jimmy, which is a slang term for Dick, is Richard. It? Yeah. Slang uh, Richard, which is also a nickname for yeah. it is Dick. Um, so he he's Dick Dick White. Um, oh my god! Which has nothing to do with his profession. He is not a stripper um, oh. that I know if of. Also, that would be great. Yeah, the but first, that was a fun little nugget. <laughs> the first name that came to mind for me was Art Spiegelman, who's just a cartoonist. Oh, he does mouse, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's Art. a good one. His name is Art. Yeah, I went to law school with someone whose last name was law oh we um can i say this it has sure. nothing to do with what we represented this person for but can i say the last name of one of our former clients is that acceptable in this context know. of um th- this is let, let me let me just say yeah i think we're fine here because i could be talking about there was a long line of juniors and seniors and seconds and thirds so maybe i could be talking about any of these and i believe that many of them are in this same sort of profession he was the kind of guy that you could call and have work done for you around the house or build things but i don't think that he was a professional contractor like i don't think he had the license or anything like that to do it legit on the up and up but he was the kind of guy that if you needed some shit done and you needed it done right and you needed it done at a reasonable price he could do it and his last name was drum roll please handy oh he was literally a handyman um that's perfect and, and I mean, I, I, I really, and in us talking about this, I'm sitting here and reflecting back on it and like that motherfucker didn't even have, you know, a contractor's license. So he was legitimately a handyman because otherwise you would just call him a contractor and then whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, um, I had a religion teacher in college when I took a uh, philosophy of religion, which was assigned to me it was not an elective that I picked but it was first yeah. semester and they just assigned you classes and that was one of the generic ones because I would not I would not have picked that um <laughs> and her name was Miss Christian and she's oh. like I teach religion do not take my last name to mean anything other than my name it's just fitting <laughs> so yeah um I mean yeah so uh, what else, what else did we, what else did we want to talk about? I don't know. I've been getting, I've been getting frustrated with a lot of people about a lot of things lately. Um, so, you know, I feel like I could, I could go on, but, um, uh, I should have been more prepared. Kitty, what do you have going on? How is, what, how's your comic? Tell, tell the pod about that. I haven't worked on it in like several weeks. Cause we went, we went on vacation last week, which was like, oh, yeah, did you do your staycation? Yeah, it was like a do nothing, like, because like our favorite thing is when we don't have to leave the house or do anything or put like my husband didn't wear socks at all last week. That's great. And he was like, I am so happy. <laughs> um, So I haven't really I have like four pages left to draw in the next chapter. And we are going to uh, like pay what you want, sort of. Are you doing Patreon? No, I'm going to try Gumroad. Have you heard of that? What's Gumroad? It's like a, 
it's like a pay what you want for content website. So like people can put books up there, like digital packets and you oh, can, oh, they'll oh. like have a minimum. But people are downloading you, specific things from you. It's not a subscription type yeah. of thing. Okay. No. Because I'm really inconsistent. It might take me six months. It might take me a year to do a comic. <laughs> like it took a lot when last year our house was under construction, so I didn't do anything. Um, and I think my husband has written five more chapters after what I've done. Because he writes it and you draw it, correct? Yeah, he writes it and I draw it. And so how does it work? Does he write it and like just the speech bubbles and says like what he wants the drawings to look like? Or do you come up with it together? He has like ideas like he has like a script and it'll be like panel one panel two panel three usually it's three panels it's not always three panels sometimes I don't listen um (laughs) um, like it'll be like this panel is the you know they're talking and you can see this and I'll be like "Mm, I don't like that and I'll draw something else and I'll be like do you like this page did you notice that I changed it um he's really really cute like he'll go back and read his comics that he really likes and he'll like cry he's like it's so perfect <laughs> and Isn't then like sometimes smelling his own farts yes yes do it's you really uh so we're gonna let you plug all of it is it is it set up on what you say it was gum no i'm in the process of getting that i have a website it's octopus which is a bad idea it was a, a kid was saying octopus and it sounded like that to me and i really liked it it's really hard to say. It's really and you're hard also to on something. Instagram, correct? Yes. Same same name, Otopus. Can you spell it? Um, O-D-D. Wait, I have to look at it. This is bad. <laughs> I am dyslexic. O-P-U-S, yeah. O-D-D-O-P-U-S. Odd-O-P-U-S. And the drawings um, are really cool. So start on the Instagram and then go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, uh, and, yeah, and, and, and let me let me phrase this properly this is an invitation and you are more than welcome if you don't want to or if the time frame is too restrictive for you you are more than welcome to decline um do you want to do the episode art for this episode sure cool yeah I um, love that. so if if that if all of this comes together, the episode art that you are seeing associated with this with this episode is um and 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 put the little at octopus on it somewhere okay. so that it all ties together uh yeah. for our for our listeners. We is that synergy? Synergy? Yeah. Synergy. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Business. We're, I know that. Business. We're also I'm, coming off of um fourth of july weekend which this was a very sad fourth of july because i didn't really want to celebrate america Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. it's kind of like we left, like really early at the party that we went to we were like goodbye i did not wear red white and blue mm-hmm. i did not wear i mean i don't usually wear fourth of july paraphernalia um i did when obama was president that i think is the last time i remember when i was on my honeymoon and i got married in 2017 and we're at the resort and they were like who like who's from the United States and everyone cheered and I was like I haven't cheered for that since the election so uh, so but my kid fell asleep during the fireworks just slept right through them completely my dog is really good about them doesn't care 
one time he growled at us because thunder was really loud and he was trying to sleep and i was like it's not me (laughs) but he's not afraid of them i think i'm an asshole because in all of this talk i'm sitting here realizing not not with the process server i think we've been through that but i've realized that in general i don't give a shit about holidays except for the few that are just excuses for white men to drink so pour them um saint patrick's day for example <laughs> like i could give two shits about fireworks in general like I, it's like the ire of my wife when we're at, at disney world because she wants to like get set up and go places for the fireworks and i say good luck the <laughs> only thing that i want to do with fireworks is time it so that i am getting onto splash mountain so that there's a part of it that comes outside and you can overlook the castle and if I can time that right, which I've become pretty much an expert at, you get to be oh. up elevated on this mountain in a little boat, seeing fireworks go off over the uh, over the castle. Um, and I also like that opportunity uh, at theme parks like that of, look, all these fucks are rushing to the middle to see these, and me- which means they're not in line for the rides. Um, I, I feel like everyone in my life is why... And I'm going to pivot, but I have another question. And I have mostly, mostly for Kitty, probably, because I don't think Jobeth isn't on the TikTok, but I know this is a, a shared pastime of Kitty and myself. Yeah. I see <laughs> emails when things happen with the TikTok because they Our, come in. The firm does have a TikTok and I oh. need to be better. No, I don't see those. Not, I don't not the sh- firm, sorry. The, um, the, podcast. the podcast. I see the those. Podcast. The podcast has a TikTok. Um, but like. Or in general, what recently does social media or TikTok think that you are, that you are not? Oh, um, because I will tell you for me, TikTok thinks that I am a Disney adult. I am not a Disney adult, but I am surrounded by enough of them that I think like Jobeth, like you are because you go to Disney a lot. I've never been to Disney. I think because it's- Wait, did you say never? I've never been, no. Oh. We got to get on that. We got to go. We got to go. And I don't mean, and I don't care how old your kid is because your kid doesn't need to be part of this trip. I mean, she's too young to appreciate it. Your kid doesn't need to ruin this trip. Let me choose my words very carefully. Fair, yeah. I just, I I don't know. I mean, I'm not- As somebody who has two kids, I will tell you that until they get to the age where they're asking you to take them to a Rage Against the Machine concert with them, which was like- a couple of weeks ago for me, the concert's not for a few more weeks, but they're shits until they get to that point. They are useless, worthless, and otherwise horrible <laughs> generally until they can start scouting concerts for you and want you to take them there. So, um, so we, we got to go to Disney. I don't, I just, TikTok thinks I'm a Disney adult and I am, I am not, I am not opposed to childish things but tiktok doesn't understand i am a hello kitty adult yeah TikTok that is the kind of childish that is my niche and like uh, while i get some of that content i'm like i'm not like opposed to childish whimsy it's just not my brand of childish whimsy i have a different brand and tiktok is like no you want disney content and i get a lot of content also about disney parks specifically and things i can do at disney parks and what i can try and like, I it have sounds no- like you get more of this content than I do. I get so much of it and I don't click like, I'm like, I'm not at Disney, but it Maybe, wants so, me to go. 
so maybe, and I'm just thinking, are there other types of places that you frequent, and I mean physically or on the web, that might be something that Disney wants to target, thinking that, hey, if you're here, you might need to be here. And that they look at me, who goes there a lot, and says, fuck, we already got this fuck. <laughs> oh, so like oh. they don't need you because they, you're They've one of them. They've got me. Yeah. They know where they got me. Interesting. I mean, we have Disney Plus, but we don't watch a ton of content on there. I mean, some, a lot of bluey happens. Um, but other than that, you know, I am a very casual viewer, like, you know, just like the next person. Um, but yeah, maybe they, they want me and maybe because (laughs) I like all of the Hello Kitty, Sanrio, cutesy things. You also have a young child. I do have a young child. That puts you, that there were probably, I'm, I'm going to guess, um, because of the interconnectivity of the internet and how sketchy it has become that there are definitely things that you look for for the two two, two yep. now two year old yep. yes that make you a target that could be because because they're know, not targeting you they're targeting your kid and i guess some people probably think that it's a fine time to bring their two-year-old to Disney. I'm like, she's not going to remember. Wrong. She's not going to enjoy it. Mm. No. Yes. I mean, you now, know. Your kid can hang. It's a little different. But can. You, you probably don't have an absolute shit time because you're talking about a kid that just <laughs> fell asleep in your arms during fireworks. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. So that is that is what I get. I get that content. And maybe it's because I just like some like parent content, you know, of like things you can do with your kids. So yeah, yep. probably no, I have a spawn. Um, <laughs> but it's there's that TikTok also brings me a lot of teacher content. And I don't know why it does because I'm not I'm not a teacher. Um and your kid's it, not old enough to put you in those no, crosshairs. But it gives me a lot of like teachers and like things they do in their classroom. I also do not care. Like, I don't. Your mom's a teacher ish. Yeah. But would that be enough? I mean, I have friends that are teachers, but it's not like a big part of my life. I'm not looking at content related to teachers, but it wants to give me like, I do this in my classroom. It's a stretch, but maybe it knows because I mean, this shit reads the content of your emails back and forth with people. But I don't email about like, I mean, I don't really email my mom at all. You know, we talk on the phone. We don't email. So. I don't know why, but like those are two things in particular that it has picked up on that are incorrect. Like I get a lot of content that is correct. You know, like I get parent videos, I get cooking videos, but like I like to cook. I get craft videos, but I like crafts, you know, but it's those are the two big categories that are, you know, um, it, it gives me that I don't. I also get a lot of content for people with ADHD and autism, which while I do not have those things, I think I get it because I always appreciate, you know, like things that are good for your mental health. So even though I have found I get much more of that content than I do for like more things that actually apply to me, like dealing with like general anxiety, I don't get as much of that as I do specifically, like here's how to deal with ADHD 
And these are things that autistic people do. Neither of those things, which apply to me, but I get a lot of that content, but I don't balk at it as much because it's still in the realm of like good mental health. And I like that type of content. So that one's a little bit off. But But I know that it's targeted based on what it thinks your interests are, because I have started like in my Facebook feed, I get a ton of like, you know how they have as you're as you're doom scrolling through Facebook, you get to that little chunk that is a bunch of like panels of videos. Mm -hmm. Reels. They're called reels. So like. I have a ton of reels that fall into two categories and I never watch these, but there are literally people that video themselves playing slot machines and then magic shit. And if you want to talk about two things that I don't give a fuck about watching people's little, little one-off videos on like, it's those two things. Yes, as a magician, I, I I watch tutorials that I purchase. I will go to performances. I will watch a performance occasionally online, but I prefer it in person. But I don't give a fuck about watching your slot machine run. And I get tons of fun? those fucking things because I'm in I, Vegas all the time. Yeah, but who I, wants to watch someone else play a slot machine? I hate soap pouring videos and i keep telling tiktok that i am not interested in soap pouring videos and tiktok is like no you would like these whatever dating algorithm they're like no this guy and i'm like still no every time it happens like once a day i'm like another fucking soap video can i cuss i don't know yeah you can cuss that's okay. fine <laughs> i see jobit's whose sound went out again oh, no. like, i can tell he's cussing but we can't hear okay. it um but soap pouring. So it's people making soap. Yeah. As soon as I see the the mold, I'm like, no, I don't want this. Is it supposed to be like an ASMR type? I don't. Situation? I think it's just somebody doing a craft. Like, if, is that is that a? Yeah. Genre? All right. I, so listeners, if there's been a change to my audio quality, it's because I just said fuck it to the microphone and the headset uh-huh. yanked them. So I'm just going straight into the air here. So there may have been a change in the audio quality. I didn't hear the last oh, minutes of shit that you guys okay. said. Um, soap. Soap? Yeah, I don't like soap videos. It's but like people cutting soap? into soap. Oh, I get a lot of those. I love people cutting into soap. I, I don't want it. If they were cutting like little pieces, I'd watch that all day. But they're just like making their normal cuts to sell it. I have zero interest. Something that I didn't know I was interested in that TikTok showed me is cow videos. Like moo? Like, yeah, like just cows in a pasture doing weird stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I do want to see that. Thank you. Oh, that is not content I have gotten. Yeah, I don't know how. I stumbled across horse talk for a while and I was mm-hmm. okay with it. I was like, okay, sure. Your horse, I get it. But cows, they're so cute. <laughs> I don't get many animal videos. I like a good dancing bird. I love, I don't get enough bird videos. I get, that's probably about the only animal content I get is I, I like a dancing bird. I'm trying to think so of speaking bird. of uh dancing birds coming off of our conversation about things that are sometimes right and sometimes wrong should we um have a threesome <laughs> yeah we can i only have one question ready but i can probably wing it for more so oh you can wing it speaking of dancing birds uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Life is hard, but finding a really great podcast makes the days go by so much easier. Hi, my name is Blue Tulusma. I'm a writer, an emotional intelligence coach, and the host of Humanize with Blue Tulusma, a podcast where we believe that when you humanize everyone in the room, a great conversation is almost guaranteed. Join us every week here on Electricast as me and my guest co-hosts unpack big topics and interview even bigger personalities with a sense of humor and a dash of mischief. If you're looking for a new best friend in your head, we've got you covered. Electricast. Let's go for it. So who's answering? I guess let's just do a free-for-all since it's there's no Ariel and we'll just all answer. Uh, we can do a free for all, which also is great cover for you not having three questions. That's fine. I, have three. I, have, I have one and I will come up with um, more as you go first. Um, all right. So let's see what I've got here. Okay. This is clocks, you know, the timepieces on the walls and wherever the hell they are. Well, not in the walls and casinos, but everywhere else. Um, there was something added to them. In 1577, what was it? The second hand? Yeah, that would have been my guess. Close. It's actually the minute hand. The minute hand was added in 1577. It just showed you what hour it was? Yeah, I guess so. How does that even... I mean, remember, 1577, we probably weren't incredibly far from just using sundials. Uh, and, and roosters and chickens to wake our asses up. I want to see a clock with no minute. Like, <laughs> I want to see this. 15. It's weird. 57 clock. But I, okay, but I have one trivia that I already um, have ready. So, all right, you know, you know, movie trailers, right? Yeah. Why are they called trailers? Did they used to go at the end of the movie? Like, there's a trail. Correct. They used to go at the end of the movie. They would trail the movie. But then they realized, like, I like, guess, would like you would go see a movie and then there'd be previews for other movies at the end of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they, I think they were like, well, people are leaving. So we better not, um, we better put them at the beginning. Interesting. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm ready for the next one. So this one's kind of weird. What is the longest word in the English language that contains only one vowel? Word in the English language. And I will give you, well, you won't need this, but I will give you credit if you give me the non-plural version of this word, because mm. tacking on the S makes it one letter longer for those of you trying to get all the points in Scrabble. How many syllables is it? Do we get to know that? I'm going to let you extrapolate that from the number of vowels that are in it. Well, I would guess one, but... It's one. Okay. But, you know, things are tricky, so you never know. Um, I was trying to see if there was, like, a hint. Um, So it's got to be a long word. It's weird how, like, you can have words that are short but have multiple syllables and then words that are long, like, letter-wise, but only be one syllable. 
Um, I'm not going to know this. I went to art school twice. <laughs> um, oh, God. Like, I'm trying to think of what words are long one-syllable words. Like, the first word that came to mind is breathe, which has multiple vowels, but it's a long one-syllable word, right? B-R-E-A-T-H-E. That's seven letters. So it's pretty long. So from there, what else do we have? Um, we have... Um, oh, I mean, we could keep going and I could keep thinking, but that's probably not going to be fun for the listeners just to hear me think of words. Every word that we can think that of. I could possibly give you. Okay. Clearly obscure English language trivia is not one of your strengths. Strengths? Strengths is the answer to the question. Oh, it is not. Oh, I have an obscure English trivia also. Um, if you if you want one, I have my other trivia question. But yeah, why don't let's, we? Let's. Uh, why why not? Okay, so a theme where there otherwise was none. Yeah, um, and then I have another question, but I'm pretty sure. Um, so this is coming from my brain. So I might be wrong because this is a trivia that I heard a long time ago, but what is the only English word with three pairs of vowels in a row? Oh, 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 oh. Um, I believe that I saw this not too long ago. Is it is are you sure it's three pairs of vowels? No, no, I didn't say vowels, I said letters. Okay. Um I, I think like, you... wowie! I don't know how you would have three pairs of vowels otherwise. Oh wow. Um it's like a lot of E's. I was gonna say, and all three pairs of vowels are E's. Wowie! Uh, it's not that, but I really wanted to say it again. <laughs> I knew this because I li- I, I'm pretty sure that I saw this in a list of trivia questions that I was vetting to ask on here. We I'll give you that. I'll give you a hint if you want. Yeah, please. It's a compound word, so it's one word, but the word I, is made yeah. two words. I was thinking of that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna blank on it, and then I'm gonna be like motherfuck as soon as you tell me what it is. All right, are you ready? I'm yeah. always ready. Bookkeeper. Bookkeeper. B O O K K E E P E R. Interesting. Wowie! Wowie! Ah. <laughs> uh. Um. It, and. Okay, so um. And I can tell you where I learned that piece of trivia from too, if you want. I'm going to yeah. tell you. So back in college, no one remembers this. I have asked people about it. And except for my friend, Caroline, who was there when it happened, no one remembers this. But do you remember something called the Tim Tang test? No, no. It was a big thing. Maybe just with the people I was friends with. Maybe it was not a big thing, except for like a small group of people that I hung out with. I don't know how we discovered it, but it was, you went to a website and I think it was Tim Tang test. If you Google Tim Tang test, I think it still comes up and you'd be asked to enter in a password and each page had clues. So there would be a sound, a picture and 
something else. And it, there would be like a Facebook group. And this was back in the early days of Facebook. So, you know, hmm. you could join this group to try to get hints. It was all very secretive. Like the Facebook. It, the Facebook. I don't think it was still the Facebook, but it might have been. It was a long time ago. This was probably around 2007 that I was doing this. And there would be, you know, if you posted answers, like you would get banned, but you could go in these these groups and the moderators were like a certain allowable hints or helping. And so like you would hear the sound, see the text and also the title of the thing. And eventually one of them taught you how to go into the source code for the web page. And there you would find a secret extra hint. And some of them, it was very weird. And one of them, this was the hint. The riddle was, I think, phrased in a more roundabout way, but the answer was bookkeeper. And I think eventually once I figured out what the riddle was, I was able to Google like what word has three pairs of letters. And that's how I got there. But anyway, the Tim Tang test was uh, a fun time. No one remembers it. I'm going to go and look it up later. See if it's still a thing. Um, Yeah. Cool. So. All right. Jobeth, you got another question? I do. There is a beach in New Zealand named the 90 Mile Beach. How long is it? I mean, I want to say it's 90 miles. I feel like that is probably incorrect because of the question, but I also think it is correct. I'm going to go with 90 miles. 55 according to wherever I got this information (laughs) and no I don't know if they use miles they probably don't aren't we the only ones yeah I think we're the only ones antiquated yeah weird name I don't like it I don't like it either all right I have another one um I have a a weird one after that ready Mm -hmm. Kitty may have heard this one before. I don't know. So back in the pandemic, how I actually, it's funny how I first met um, Kitty and her husband was, I think, was it on those Zoom trivias? We were doing. Was it? No, we had met before that. Probably. Maybe we had met before, but you were on the Zoom trivia. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Oh, we must note as a throwback to episode one, Liz's sex party, Kitty and her husband were there. Yeah. 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 Just want to throw that in. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good throwback. Um, yeah. So we um, were on these Zoom trivias and it was really fun. It was during like the beginning of COVID and each person would come up with five trivia questions. And one week I did a candy theme. Um, I don't know that this was on there or not, but it is something that I discovered by happenstance <laughs> one day because um, I love gummy bears, Haribo gummy bears specifically. They are the only gummy bear. They are the one true gummy bear. All of the gummy bears are fine, but not as good. Agreed. What flavor is the green? I remember this question and I don't remember the answer. Okay, so I, I did ask. I feel like I asked this, but no, I asked what question a, a, a Fruit Loop was or something. The yeah. Green gummy bear. Strawberry. You are 
correct. Oh. Because I was eating gummy bears one day, like many years ago, and I was looking at the back of the package and I was just, and I was like, green is strawberry, which makes sense because green is not always, you know, one of my favorite flavors, but I like all the, the gummy flavors. And now I also, I bought gummy bears yesterday and was eating them because I'm a child and they have a new hundredth anniversary like I guess anniversary of Harebro. And so there are also in addition to the, the regular bears, there's a party oh, yeah. hat. Yeah, you've seen the party hats? Yes. Oh wow. So, Aren't they so, so cute? Uh, I want to say about a month ago. About a month ago, um, I took my wife to see Pip the Magic Dragon at some theater up in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And we were oh and, and and I'm bougie and I like and I'm a seat snob and all this other shit that many people probably know about me. Um, so I, there, there was an option to do this like pre-show VIP meet and greets. So, of course, I forked over the bucks for that. I don't remember what it was, but it was you know, there was a premium on it. So the way that they did it, and it was actually kind of shitty, but whatever. Um, they had the pre-show. You know, you could ask questions. They they did the socially distanced photo selfie out. That was the dumb part. The whole other rest of the experience was fine. Um, and then they were like, all right, everybody get out of here and then come in with everybody else. Okay. So when we did that, you know, there's lines at the concession stands and everything like that. And my wife goes and gets in the line for the concession stand, and I do not. And I um I, I just, I kind of scanned everything and I, I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to pull a little mind reader shit going on here. I typed into the notes. I opened up the notes on my phone and I typed in there. You will come back here with the, the, the gummy bears. And I left it just sit there. And then when she came back, I said, Hey, swipe up on my phone. And sure enough, there it was. She's like, how the fuck did you know? I'm like, how the fuck <laughs> are you not going to buy those? I'm not going to buy them. Um, and 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 she did that's pretty good and is that when you discovered the party hats yes the, the party hats were in there yeah i, I, I mean that, that was for some reason that wasn't going to be part of the story but yes that's how i knew about the party hats i like that you i like that you knew that though i mean it's 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 less mind readery when it's your wife just because you know what your wife buys but still it's good to have it's good yeah. to be an observant partner so um, um i i, I was on this, I was on this website last minute yanking questions and mm-hmm. and found this one. And wait, I wait, to- but I wanted to say before we do, the party yeah. hats are blue raspberry flavored, but the red is regular raspberry flavored. I think they taste different, but it's, it's weird. It was a weird choice. Well, you know, somebody got to pick it, you know. Yeah. Okay, so this is a foreign language. We had our English language question. Now we're going to have a uh, foreign language question here. In Denmark, what is a, and I'm going to try to to butcher this as little as possible, Svangerskabs for by Gendemidel. Oh. Oh. Is it a sex position? It is. It's a, it, no, but you're in the right um, category, family area. Oh. It is sex related, or at least it should be. Is it a penis? No. You're getting closer. 
Balls are close to a penis. It is a condom. Oh. Oh. It's That's it's so a long. Big Every ass time you long say that, word. you could be over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sure that those who naturally speak that language say it with much more flow than I muddled through it. No, I think you did great. <laughs> It's a very long word. Kitty, do you have any trivia? Not that not that we told you to come with trivia. But if you have any, we're here for it. You know, I'm looking at the clock and realizing that you mentioned that we do have a letter from the jury that yeah. uh, a question from the jury that fits with our guest. So we, uh, we, we are we are over time, which who kids a shit. Uh, but we can't not have this question yeah. for the jury. So I got this question last week and I posted if, if people have questions and it came in after we had recorded um, just like a few hours too late, but it's perfect because as I mentioned, um, Kitty and I and Kitty's husband, Larry, um, have this Muppets podcast. And um, this came from friend of the pod, Katie. Um, and I know we had been, had a conversation because she just went to Sesame Place with her kids. And I was lamenting that Sesame Street is so fucking Elmo heavy these days. It's too much Elmo. Elmo is a fucking little dog now and he's really annoying. And like, I hate it. But anyway, it fits because we, we talk about the Muppets on our Muppet podcast. And she said, which character on Sesame Street is the most likely to do crime? And my answer after this was i mean my first response just go to was um cookie monster and then i was watching sesame street um the other day uh because i do have a two-year-old so i put it on sometimes i when i'm going to sit down and watch with her i put on the old episodes like we've started watching from the 70s because that's some good shit but you know we watched the new episodes and there was a scene I came in kind of mid scene. Cause I was like doing chores around the house and she was watching and cookie monster. They were trying to trap some other creature and they try to lure him with a cookie, but cookie monster can't resist and eats the cookie. And he says something like me have no self-control. And I was like, that is why you would do the cookie monster. That is why you would do crime. Cause you do have no self-control. So that was the first response. That's the obvious answer, though, I think. Uh, I've got one. Yeah. Does it need to be a main character? No. Okay. So this is the thing that you'll have to, um, you'll have to Google this or hop onto YouTube. There is a skit, and this is from, like, way back in the day, where this guy that's wearing a black hat and, and a trench coat walks up to Ernie and he says, want to buy an eight? And then he opens up his jacket and there's an eight inside. And it totally <laughs> plays like a fucking drug deal. <laughs> it's supposed to be like, you want to buy an eighth? Yeah, yeah. Let me, let, me, let me click the audio sharing on here and we might get an ad. This is not a sponsored ad if we get an ad. It's just me clicking something on YouTube. Grammarly helps you work more efficiently, which makes accomplishing your work goals easier. Grammarly, here is. I use Grammarly. Please sponsor us. You do make me work more efficiently. Hey, bud. 
Hey, who? You. Hey, me? Yeah. Come here. What? Come here. What? Nah. You look like an intelligent young man. I do? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. Sure. <laughs> you look like someone who'd be interested in a bargain. A bargain? Yeah. Why, uh, sure, why not? Are, are, are you a salesman? Right. Oh. What do you sell? Eights. Eights? Like <laughs> the number eight. <laughs> like... Like, like the number eight. Right. Oh, that's kind of a weird thing to be selling. Listen, yeah? you take this eight here, see? It's very useful. Yeah? Yeah, so, so go to YouTube, type in Sesame Street, want to buy an eighth, Ernie, and you will find this video. And it, it totally is like a drug deal. Oh, that's good. So we do have, that is good. So you think, is the answer Ernie or is it? Well, if if you were going to tell me that I needed to pick a main character, then it would have been Ernie because he's involved in this attempted transaction. And I guess anyone who's trying to sell anything to Ernie, Ernie's just like, I'm down. <laughs> like someone's like, hey, here's 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 some fun pills for a good time. And Ernie's like, oh, sounds good. <laughs> um, I, my first reaction was for some reason the count. Ooh don't know why i mean maybe he's into some embezzlement like yeah like i feel like it would be a very white collar like he does have a large collar yeah maybe and then for some reason i was like i think grover would be accused of crimes but he wouldn't commit the crimes i don't know oh because he's so chaotic yeah like those are my two thoughts Grover would remember pain to have as a client I saw a meme recently, and I'll, I'll probably be misquoting this meme, but it was something along the lines of, you know, tell me who the most famous vampire is. The response was um, the one from Sesame Street. No, he doesn't count. I assure you, he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know what's great? I feel like I may have talked about this before, but I'll say it again. The count has a Twitter, and all he does is count. Like every day, he just increases by one number. Wow. And this that's perfect. He's a good follow. I, I highly suggest. Um, yeah, so he he might he might do a crime. And also, he, Oscar has got to be having some prostitutes over to his trash can. Something, is he, does he pay rent? Like, is he, does he live there? He lives there. I don't know that he's paying rent. Is he squatting? Oh, that's, yeah. He might have some trespass. Yeah, like, he was somebody I thought about, too. I was like... Some burglary charges, you know, he's breaking in, at least a little fourth-degree burglary action. Um, Ding. Um, But, yeah. I also saw on TikTok, um, sometimes I like to say I read an article when really it's a TikTok, because it makes me sound more... That's a good idea. Yeah, like, I read an article. (laughs) um, I read an article. I saw a TikTok that, like, to give the Oscar puppet more of like a legit feel, they never washed him. No. He's gross. I mean, I there's Oscar puppets, but he's gross. And the puppeteers have their arms all like up the Muppet's ass and they get all sweaty. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Oscar's also out there doing some crime. 
Oh, sorry. Very well could be. All right. So we are being told by the dog that we are done here. Uh, So before we adjourn, I want to just remind everybody that if you have questions, if you have opinions about whether or not we are the asshole in dealing with the process server or really anybody else that we deal with, have weird, funny stories, questions that are actual questions like, Who's the most likely to commit crime? Which technically, ding, with the bell that's not here, um, crime, law-related, yeah. Nice keeping it in theme if there was such a thing. Um, Either airquotelawpod at gmail.com or hit us up on any of the social medias at airquotelawpod. I want to thank Kitty for joining us here. You will see her uh, art in the, the album episode cover whatever they're called we've only done 40 of them so far so i should know what it's called by now um so um yeah hit us up and if you do so and and you know we'll we'll keep you anonymous if you want we've mentioned that before and uh if you are interested also include a mailing address because we will mail you out some of our fun stickers and we we have a ton of fun new stickers adding more and more stickers to them and um we will most likely because it's kind of what i've started doing make a sticker for the episode cover here um so uh, as an added bonus if anybody is ever inspired by anything that we discuss here on the podcast and has some artistic talent and wants to send us stuff not only will we share it out there on social media but we will also make stickers of it and then send you a bunch of those stickers because why wouldn't we give you your own art and we're not making money off of this we give away these stickers because why not it's cool um so yeah other than that anybody got anything else before we uh rock this one out let's just spell out kitty's um username one more time o-d-d-o-p-u-s yep on instagram and and put that on the episode art when you do it um so yeah this this uh this episode is adjourned until next time all today is working for me do you believe that for yourself Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast.